Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Ollie. And I'm Liam. And for those that don't know, or if we've got any new listeners, which we might have, by the way, because we've gone over 140 countries, each episode, we take a topic that we know very little about, and we give ourselves just a week to read and research all about it. The idea being that we do the hard work, and then we share the most important pieces of information with our listeners. That is exactly what we do. And this is a summary of our findings over the last week. And so everybody knows we are not experts in anything that we talk about. But hopefully, by sharing our knowledge, we can all learn a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Exactly. So let's get on with this week's topic, which is probably the most annoying little thing in the whole world. Mosquitoes. All right, Ollie, we've got to start with something first. You know, we've been downloaded in more than 140 countries. Wowzers. 140? There must only be like 200 in the world. Is that 70% of the world that listen to our podcast? <laughs> That's very kind. Yeah, thanks to everybody who's listening. If, uh, if you feel like you could leave a little review on Apple Music or Spotify, pass it on to somebody else. Let somebody else know about the pod. We would hugely appreciate it. Yeah, crazy. I saw that. I was like, Ooh, wowzers. We've gone fully global now. Anyway, <laughs> let's get on with this week's pod. So this week, we're learning all about mosquitoes, right? And as we say, like, basically every week, something totally random. What do you know about mosquitoes, though, before we started learning it? Um, what did I know about mosquitoes? So then the flies that buzz around, the, you know, when you're, like, trying to have a, a barbecue or something in the summer, they'll be buzzing around and they'll be ruining your your time having a beer or something out in a beer garden because they'll be floating around you and trying to bite you and yeah they they like to suck blood i think that was the maybe the, the few things that i knew about them beforehand how about yourself no yeah i i don't know what does anybody know about mosquitoes they're those little things that eat you and you never notice they've eaten you until the morning and you're like oh i got about five bites and then you scratch them for like two days and they're itching and it, like you can't catch them, okay? So I, I actually had a bug in my apartment the other day. I must have spent an hour trying to catch it. Uh, I've got one of those blue lights buzzing. Yeah. You know, cause, well, because I'm in Dubai, they're, 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 it's warm, isn't it? So there's a lot of them seems to be around now. Yes. Like, anyway, what did I know about them? That they're just annoying and they bite you. I think the other thing that I did know is that I seem to be a fortunate person that doesn't get bitten by them. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so I've not, I've not properly experienced the whole, whole biting effect of them, but they sound awful and they are annoying when they just buzz around you and you're trying to swap them away. And they actually started Jurassic Park as well, lest we forget. Uh, so <laughs> yes. remember they're in uh, Dr. Richard Hammond's, uh, once he got that walking stick like in the amber. Amber was, nectar. Where, yeah, where there's yeah, mosquitoes there. in there and they create Jurassic Park. So I know that as well. <laughs> But anyway, so let's get on. Let's learn ourselves all a little bit about mosquitoes. Um, we're all going to see them. They're all going to be all over the shop. And when next time you see one, you go, oh, let, let me tell you a little bit something about this, hopefully. Sounds good. So have you got a description of them? Mosquitoes are common flying insects that live in most parts of the world. I'm not sure that's a great one this week, if I'm honest. I think you've got a better one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it, yeah, it does what it says on the tin, doesn't it? I uh, I was a bit more interested just to... You know, just some of those small details about them. So that 
apparently this so they've got a soft body and then they've got a hard covering on the outside like an exoskeleton i'm sure for us whenever you swap them it always seems like they've got a soft body because we're so much bigger than them but they are, they have actually them. got a yeah an exoskeleton to them and so they've got narrow wings two narrow wings they've got two antennas and they've got six long legs and their their legs often look pretty flimsy and not really much to them and they sort of seem a little bit dozy as they fly but yeah so that that's what the mosquito looks like it's a bit creepy though isn't it and we're like all this week like, i've kept seeing pictures of them and like you know you know the ones where they're all filled up with blood it's just this grim isn't it? it makes you it makes you itch probably itching listening um so they, they can be up to 10 millimeters maybe about you know the width of perhaps your little finger somewhere between three millimeters and 10 millimeters they don't weigh very much at all obviously because they're tiny do you know how many they are, there are thought to exist in the world, by the way? Not species. There are about 3,000, 3,500 species. Do you know how many mosquitoes, though, they think there might be? No, go on. So, like a statistician, mathematician guy worked this out. I mean, how do you even go to begin this? But apparently there are 110 trillion mosquitoes in the world. That's just, you can't even imagine how big that number is and how they've done that. 110 trillion. Wow. That is big. Yeah. They're all part of what is called in terms of their family, like the, the mosquito family, their scientific name, their posh name is the Coolicidae. Coolicidae? Okay. I think that's saying that right. And yeah, as you were saying, there's there's about 41 like recognized um genre within that, and then about three and a half thousand species. And yeah, they've been around for a flipping long time, like we were saying. I, it seems it sort of ranges a little bit, but we're saying about 150 million years at least. They were definitely around in the Jurassic and the Triassic period. But there are some estimates that are a little bit longer than that, aren't there? Yeah, some right, like 400 million years ago. Like, that's crazy. Like, do they actually find them, like, off of Jurassic Park? Is that how they know? Because <laughs> perhaps they must, right? Well, I think that's where they, they find it's a little bit unreliable, like, fossilized mosquitoes or what have you or um whatever that proper word is but yeah they and they they haven't really changed all that much and they've been super successful in terms of yeah. they're they're all over the world that you get them yeah um and there's yeah. there's lots of different types of them so in the uk for example where where i am so there are 30 species of mosquito in the uk but virtually none of none of them in the uk will actually ever bite anybody it's just not what that type of mosquito does. So there's, yeah, there's all different types of them. Yeah, mostly, I think we probably maybe know this, mostly sort of Africa, Asia, they've got loads of them. Brazil, Indonesia, Thailand, Malaysia, they've, they're said to have the highest number of species and the most, they're called endemic species. So this is like a little, little word I had to learn. So obviously people, a lot of people probably already know this, but for a species to be endemic, it means that it only lives in that place. So there are uh, Brazil, Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, have got species of mosquitoes that literally only live there. Yes. So if there are any mosquito experts listening today, some of the things we'll be saying are generic across mosquitoes. There could be some types <laughs> of mosquitoes that don't follow exactly what we're saying, but... On the whole, yeah. this is what they do. So as you were saying, living in places like Brazil, Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, Africa, it's the hotter, more humid places where they tend to exist. They have been found like down in caves and stuff, but I thought there it was quite interesting. There are two places on earth where they're completely and utterly mosquito-free. 
I think yeah. you probably know you, them. You were you? right. I do know them, actually. I did know this fact, and we've not mentioned this before, so I do know. One of them is uh, the Antarctic. Too cold. Got an episode about the Antarctic, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, we have. And then the other so, one is Iceland. They have been found, like, way up in the Himalayas and also way down low in caves and things. You know, they do, they, they are found in lots of places. Um, yeah. But they're notoriously, they're, they're quite lazy in the sense that they don't really fly very far, do they? <laughs> no, no, they don't. And they, they stay very local to where they are. So for them to have spread out so globally, it's got to be because they've been around for so long. Because reading about the yeah. reports of them is that they only ever tend to, most of the species will only ever stay a few hundred meters away from where they're born. It's not like they're yeah. they're then flying for miles and miles, finding new breeding places or new habitats. Like what what are some of the, the stats on that? Yeah, so I mean they, they travel like a mile an hour, all right. And like you said, they don't they're not going to travel very far. One of the main reasons they don't they I mean they are known some of them have travel can travel you know 20, 40 miles, but typically like you said they all stay very close to where they're from. And one of the main reasons is their life cycle is so short that they have to just reproduce you know they've evolved to be this like thing that just reproduces really quickly so they haven't got time you know if they're flying a mile an hour they can't be flying that far away from where they're, they're not gonna have time because they're only around for between, between about two and four weeks a mosquito yeah. will live for yeah and they've got to be reproducing you know they're, they're laying up to 200 eggs every three days the females wow so yeah they probably haven't got time to be flying and it is it is known within the insect world that they are slow flyers as well, like comparably to, to other insects. Like it is yeah. known that they are yeah. super slow, like you're saying, at like one mile an hour that they'll be flying at. One of the things that um, sort of stood out for me getting into this topic pretty early this week is that mosquitoes are the world's deadliest animal. Yeah, yeah, Which, for sure. You, you know, you, you initially, well, you know, most people might be thinking, well, it's going to be sharks or tigers or crocodiles or like fierce, fearsome animals, bears or yeah. something. But yeah. that's not the case at all. And it's actually mosquitoes are the most deadly animals. Yeah, they're known as vectors. What they do is they, they transfer disease from one thing to another. So typically animals, humans to humans, you know, whatever. Um, and then we catch it. And, and you, you know, we've probably heard that they spread malaria um, yellow fever, things like that. Um, quite interestingly, though, you know, we said that uh, there are about 3,000, 3,500 species. There's only about three of those species that actually carry these diseases that then kill hundreds of thousands of people every yeah. year. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's pretty crazy. Well, yeah. So it was saying that they, they think that mosquitoes are responsible for about a million deaths a year from transmitting the serious diseases that you mentioned like yellow fever malaria zika fever um the zika virus yeah. and then like dengue fever so yeah really really deadly and that's why there's a lot of effort to try and reduce their numbers so i guess uh, sort of following on from that so why do they bite us because that's quite important like that was one of the early things that people are going to want to know as well and i wanted to know like what like why why is it why do they bite us as humans what's the point of that like is it obviously i assume it's so they can they eat basically don't they they use us as food is that essentially what's happening which is so grim 
Like we're just being eaten alive by these bugs. <laughs> and yeah, that's, I think that's what we both said at the start, that they then feed off us and they they have the blood to feed off us. But that isn't actually true, is it? They're not having the blood to then have a meal and to be fulfilled. And interestingly, it's only the females that then ever bite us and suck the blood out of us. Yeah, they're not they're not using it to eat. It's only the females. The females are using the blood to provide protein for their babies, for their eggs. That's it. So the female is not eating the blood because she's hungry. So they will eat. We'll talk about this in just a sec. They will eat something else entirely. They will bite us because of the proteins that are in our blood. They need them for um, their babies. Yeah. And like you were saying, their their life cycle is pretty short, isn't it? They then have to reproduce really quickly. The, the females, they'll then go on and lay hundreds of eggs at a time. And their, their eggs, are, they're tiny, super, well, mosquitoes are tiny anyway, but their eggs are, are minuscule that, that, they, that they lay. Um, and what they look for is they look for standing water or stagnant water for them to hatch yeah. their eggs into. Yeah. And so weirdly, the, the larvae that they get, that, so the eggs turn into larvae, they live in water for the beginning of their life cycle, don't they? Yeah, it's a bit strange, isn't it? Like, you wouldn't know that. Like, like I'm here, right, in, in Dubai. Yes. There can't be much standing water around me. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a desert. So, you know, I, I don't know if they all, I know that it's the vast, vast majority do, for sure. Um, but so they only need, what, what, but, but when I say standing water, they only need like a bottle top cap size of water for them to then lay their eggs, to have hundreds of eggs in there that can then yeah, turn true. into mosquitoes. So it's only a very small size. So it's saying if there's an old like tire that's managed to like catch some water in the bottom of it, yeah, like that would be a perfect yeah. breeding ground for them in a warm place because it's just going to stand there, that water. There's not going to be any predators that will come and eat the larvae at all. And it will just allow them then to, those eggs to turn into larvae and grow. Did you read about the grim way that they actually do bite us? <laughs> right. Like, look at some pictures of it. Like, look, there's loads of close-up pictures of them, like, biting, right? So they've got this long nose that only the females remember. So they've got this long nose. It's basically got, almost got two parts to it. The first, what they do is they basically, they inject us with saliva because what the saliva does is it stops our blood clotting because, obviously, if you scratch yourself, your blood clots and scabs really quickly, so you stop bleeding. So what they do is they inject us with saliva to stop our blood clotting. That saliva also acts as an anesthetic, so we can't feel it. Then they use their other sucker to suck up the blood. Yeah. It's grim. Then they fly off. Um, you know, they can suck as much blood as like double their weight. Yeah, yeah. So they, they will just keep on going. They will just keep on biting us and sucking up blood until the female is full until she's had enough. They think from start to finish is about three minutes for the female to properly get their fill, but it could be done in, you know, over five bites or whatever, if for whatever reason they think this part of your arm or leg isn't the, the best thing for them to be feeding on. And the, the other thing that's then dangerous for them as an animal is if they're on you for three minutes, then you could swap them away like really easily. Couldn't you? If you're like, if you could yeah. feel it was biting you, you'd then swap yeah. them away and it'd be really dangerous. Whereas yeah. that's why they they are more prevalent at night when you're asleep 
where they'll then be able to bite you, but undisturbed because you don't really know what's going on. It's disgusting. Imagine it. They're just like, I've got bites on me now. So what are you saying? It was just sitting on me. So, oh, it's so grim. Why, why is it so blimmin' itchy as well? <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it, it depends for different people. Some people find it like the worst feeling in the world, the mosquito itch. But it's basically because your body's having an allergic reaction to it. Your body's having an allergic reaction to the mosquito's saliva. And yeah. so the blood vessels around it, they begin to swell and they're trying to protect what the bite is. The nerves around it also then get irritated um, and it just becomes something super itchy and you need to try and do everything you can do to not itch it so it doesn't get infected or you don't get any any other thing else right. in the cut. Unpopular opinion or maybe popular opinion. I quite like itching it. <laughs> it's quite nice. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure anyway, itching anyway, stuff is right. nice, but it doesn't mean it's good for you. Ready for blowing mind, right? Everybody listening. So what do they eat? Okay. We've just decided they don't actually eat the, the blood. Male ones definitely don't because they don't bite us. Yeah. Right? Female don't. They're only eating the blood to feed their eggs, which means what are they actually eating or how are they actually surviving? And it's it's um, like bumblebees. This eating yeah, pollen, pollen and nectar. Yeah, they just they're flying between plants, exactly like a bumblebee. I've never seen a I never seen a mosquito in a plant. You ever seen a fancy picture of a mosquito? I mean, I've seen lov- lovely pictures of bees in plants and hummingbirds in plants. You've never seen a picture of a, a mosquito <laughs> eating pollen out of a plant. It's it's always <laughs> a picture of a mosquito with a, a belly half full of blood, isn't it? That's like on someone's skin, um, like zoomed yeah. in, zoomed in loads. That's yeah. what you normally um, see. But that, that's a that's a really good though. point. Really good point to make. If you're getting bitten by one, it is a female. You know it's a female. Females are actually bigger than the males as well. And it's only the females whose wings make that buzzing noise. So males' okay. males' wings don't do that. They think it's to attract males for mating. But um, yeah, it's only it's only the, the the females that do that. And talking yeah. about what they're attracted to, they're attracted to some humans more than others, aren't they? The females for eating. Yeah, yeah. Though, so, like, you know, the next thing I, I was like, so why do they bite me? And also, how do they find me to bite me in the first place? Like, why has they always managed to get me or, or anyone? Uh, what is it about us? You know, how do they know where we are to know that we've got the blood that they're going to want in the first place? And one of the main reasons is carbon dioxide. Yeah, isn't they can sense carbon dioxide. We exhale carbon dioxide when we breathe out. They can sense that. They can sense it up to like 50 meters away. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a long way away. And they can sense it. So the, so the other night, there's a, so I'd already read this, right? There's a mosquito in my apartment. I'm covering myself up. I do not want to get bitten. It's 30 degrees and I'm sweating. Covering myself up. I got a pillow on my head. I, my mouth is out because I've got to breathe. And I realize it doesn't matter what I do, I'm still going to breathe. So they're still going to find me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to sweat more, which is also a sign, isn't it? Yeah, they, they get attracted to your sweat. So again, it's the, it's the odour that you then give off. They're then able to um, detect you more so. They're like, ah, that smells like something that I want to be going over and having a bit of a nibble on um, and, yeah. and trying to trying to eat. So yeah, it's mainly mainly they're, they're attracted to yeah, carbon dioxide and certain scents. So there are some yeah. things that, that can deter them, but that, that's the main two things that, that they're attracted to. And they actually, they also use, they use their eyes 
to figure out where where their prey is as yeah. well. So apparently there are a lot more mosquitoes and mosquito bites on nights where it's a full moon. And that's because okay. they're using the full moon because it's, you know, better lighting for them to find their prey um, or find us, okay. basically. So, yeah, they, they actually use their their eyes as well to hunt out people. Apparently, Limburger cheese is thought to be attracted to them, which is why scientists think that might be why they go for your feet. That's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> oh, so really? Apparently, there's evidence that there's evidence that other things don't. You know, they've tested stuff like garlic and bananas and things that don't really attract them. That is like a you know an old wives' tale. But yeah. Apparently, this cheese is thought to be attractive to them, which is why. So, does that mean your feet actually smell like cheese? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that where that saying came from? <laughs> like, anyway, so. They're also attracted to pregnant women more. So pregnant women, they, they release more carbon dioxide and they give off more body heat, which means that the mosquitoes then can find you more easily. And there's also yeah. been some studies about people who've drank beer. They can then hunt them out quicker as well to do with the, the scents. So yeah, maybe like having a beer or in your back garden when it's a full moon on yeah. like dusk and it's nice a nice yeah. warm night. That's just the the yeah. recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because you know you've drank the beer, then your body odor is ever so slightly different, isn't it? As as your skin sweats and things, it's sort of that, isn't it? So, I mean, that's how they're attracted to me. So, obviously, the next logical thing was how do I get them to not be attracted to me? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm sitting here right now, and beside me is one of those blue bug zappers because I bought it because I was fuming. Well. It turns out that don't do a sod all. I remember you saying this last last week when we knew that this was the topic we'd be doing. You're like, ah, yep, yeah, the blue, the blue light, the blue bug zappers, zappers. That should help me out. I know all about that. And it turns out, yeah, it's uh, it doesn't do anything for mosquitoes, does it? No, no, and there's there's loads of because because like the world doesn't really want mosquitoes to be killing people. There's loads of research into like how to stop it happening. So th- it's not like an old wild. Oh, they don't work. They know it doesn't work. They've tested it and tested it and tested it with yeah. millions and millions of them. And they know bug zappers or that the, they do attract flies and things like that, but they don't work on mosquitoes. No, no. Because mosquitoes aren't attracted to light like a fly is. Mosquitoes are attracted to carbon dioxide and odor and stuff like that. So uh, they're not just going to fly at the light. They, they do, obviously, from time to time, accidentally fly into the light, but they certainly are not attracted to it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, other ways of preventing it is to wear, like, long sleeve clothing. Also, dark in colour, so that then they won't find you as easily. Um, but, yeah, apparently, like, citrus, citronella, they're not as keen on it, but it's not, like, a foolproof plan to be able to yeah. completely to deter them. Another one is those ultrasonic devices. They've, <laughs> they've been unanimously dis- denounced as having no repellency value whatsoever. You know, those ones where you plug them in and apparently it makes a sound you can't hear. Like, it's just, it's just not, doesn't work. All right. <laughs> Whatever anybody tells you, read the science. That is not true. You know, they've been advertised well. So, like, things don't really work. Well, you can remove, so, you can remove stagnant water and stuff around you. That as well. Like, don't yeah. don't give them a habitat to live in. Yeah, don't sweat. Maybe don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it that doesn't there is, sweat? There is, 
There is one thing, though, that is proven to work, right? And it's not something stupid, like just don't do it, you know, you know? And that is something called DEET. N-diethyl-3-methylbenzamide, otherwise known as DEET. Yeah, we'll just stick to the word DEET. That's much easier. Yeah, which is essentially a repellent. It's one of those sprays, you know, that you go on holiday, you buy a, a proper, real, a real legit bug spray, um, a bug repellent. You know, you spray it on your ankles and your wrists or whatever. Um, been known since 1957. It's been around. The U.S. Department of Agriculture registered it for public use. What's that, like? 70 years ago 60 something years ago yeah and what's happened since then it's i was also reading where it said that over the last 25 years of empirical testing they've come up with more than 20,000 other compounds like variations upon deet um, like different chemicals and none of them have outperformed deet so it is this thing from 1957 yeah. that is still the best thing that they've managed to come up with yeah, like we were saying, like all these countries, like the whole world is probably trying to eradicate it and prevent it. They must have done so, so many tests on so many yeah. things. And the thing that they came up with nearly 70 years ago is still the thing, the go-to thing. So try and get, you know, uh, a product with DEET in it. Um, it's perfectly safe for kids, pregnant women, everybody. Uh, but yeah, that's the one, apparently. And because they're doing all these tests and they're trying to come up with the the best way of getting rid of them going back to like near the start we were saying about just how it kills so many people a year and just you know the vectors of diseases and transmitting so much disease amongst people um yeah there are there are loads of loads of research now out there trying to prevent them so why don't we just do that just get rid of them then if we can't you know wipe something on us that prevents them from from biting us why don't we just like eradicate them completely yeah. Um, and actually, uh, I mean, morally, should we or shouldn't we? But actually, like, if we did, there's there wouldn't really be an issue, would there? We said when we did bees, like, what if bees disappeared? Bees pollinate nearly everything. So we'd, we'd have a really terrible diet if bees disappeared. Well, it turns out, like, plants don't rely solely on mosquitoes. And animals, like the food chain, there's no animals that rely solely on mosquitoes to eat. So if mosquitoes disappeared, we'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Apart from some people that argue the, like you're, you're mixing with nature then, aren't you? You're messing with nature and who knows what the consequence might be. Yeah. Cause you know, nature will, I read something called nature works in a vacuum. So when something disappears, nature will just fill it, which I, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So if mosquitoes will disappear, something would would you know they're only eating a small amount of pollen but something would start eating that pollen for example uh well so what if we ended up with like tennis ball sized bumblebees <laughs> yeah you know what yeah, i mean like exactly. well, we don't know nobody knows so although we could do it like is it better the devil you know rather yeah. than sack them all off and just cross your fingers well over the years they've there's quite a lot of examples of where people have introduced species to try and do good and then it's ended up completely overtaking the, you know, one of the other more important national species and ended up yeah, having a real knock on effect to the to the, the whole ecosystem. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Nature's in a vacuum and something will then go and fill it. So there is, though, <laughs> they are trying to do this, though, aren't they? Like there are they are trying to get rid of mosquitoes. Like we've missed the whole point. And we're talking about how do you stop them? But actually, 
they are trying to get rid of them. And, and there are some ways they, they actually just try and get rid of them, isn't there? Yeah, there's some pretty exciting technology that they're doing now in terms of genetically modifying them, which is a bit nuts. So what they do is they are genetically modifying the males in um, one of the studies that I was reading about, where it then means that if they then is it if they then reproduce, they won't re- reproduce females, so there won't be as many females that will then be in the population. That was one of the studies that I read about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they um, yeah, essentially that they 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 are genetically modifying the male mosquito so that when it mates with the the females, their children can't carry on reproducing. So it just kills off, you know, the generation just stops almost straight away. Um, and there was, and then what a... they do is they, re- they release them. They just release them into the into the wild, don't they? And then they they it happens basically. And then there was a there was another study I was reading about in Brazil where they genetically modified mosquitoes, both male and female. They added in extra bacteria, and that bacteria would then kill one of the local diseases. I think it might be in the dengue okay. fever or no Zika. It would then kill Zika, so that then that bacteria would then be passed down to the children because they're genetically modified, the male and the female. It would then be passed down through all of the generations, this bacteria that then kills Zika virus, which then means that it won't be transmitted to humans from human to human. Yeah. So there's there's some pretty yeah. cool and like advanced stuff that they're doing. None of it is um, like out there and like, mass like throughout the world at the moment because it's a lot of it's still going through trials and everything but they because the mosquitoes don't travel very far they can quite quickly see if the results are working or not can't they yeah yeah yeah. it's quite contained um i did read that since nine 2019 over a billion mosquitoes have been released though now i know we said there's 110 trillion but over a billion have been released so that's pretty nuts uh, but I mean, yeah, like it, it's, it seems successful at the minute. Another random one I see in the Cayman Islands, what they did is they flew helicopters over canals and lakes and things and dropped in um, fish. I, I can't remember the name, a specific type of fish that eats mosquitoes. What eats the larvae like of them? Yeah, but it, it's called the, it's called the Gambusia fish and it will, it will eat mosquitoes. It will eat obviously other things, but they, they basically dropped them off a, off a helicopter to see if that would like try and reduce the population. That yeah, interesting stuff. But yeah, the, the studies that they've done, um, especially this one in Brazil, like the the results were were massive, like significant. It was in the eighty percent that they'd managed to reduce um, the spread of Zika by going about genetically modifying the mosquitoes in this way. So yeah, who knows? There could be um, could be more genetically modification of mosquitoes. Some people are against it, aren't they? They're thinking that if you then yeah for sure could get it, put it into the hands of you know bad people, that they could then use it for for bad intentions. That you could then go around injecting people with other stuff after like via via mosquito or like use it in a warfare type type state. But who knows? Yeah, pretty grim. Um, I know that you read this week about eating them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that this this was the, the probably the most grim thing that I saw this week in terms of research, where there was a a, a tribe in Africa had gone out. They like had these like nets that looked like frying pans. They were waving them under these trees where there are loads of mosquitoes. They caught a load of them, 
they then mushed them up and turned them into what looked like a um, like a burger patty, fried them on both sides, oh. and then chomped down on them and enjoyed them. It looked revolting. There was a guy who was there like doing an expedition and filming it, and he tried it. Um, he was from Europe somewhere, and he said it tasted like fish. I think that's maybe because of the the larvae, like it's like water based. Tasted a little bit like fish, but he said it was absolutely disgusting. So that's not something on my list to try. Um, but one of the things that I was wondering about, and I don't know if you looked into this more than me, was like why don't mosquitoes suffer from malaria, or why don't mosquitoes yeah. then like get ill with Zika virus? I did read that, and, and the problem is. That- Again, like we don't really know because it, it, like if they could work that out, we'd be cured from malaria, wouldn't we? If we could work out why it was that they aren't suffering. So at the minute, I'm not sure there's there wasn't at least I couldn't find a proper answer. I read that apparently mosquitoes appear to be the, the words were appear to be in a sweet spot of immunity to parasites like malaria. They've got enough immunity to the infection that it doesn't kill them, but not enough to remove the parasite from them. Ah. The parasite is still in them. And interestingly, the parasite for malaria lives in red blood cells and mosquitoes don't have any red blood cells. So when the parasite gets into a mosquito, it actually moves into the mosquito's saliva. Right. Which is how we then get it as humans, because it then bites, injects its saliva into somebody, which we'd already learned. uh, And obviously that saliva itself carries the malaria virus. But that's quite random. Wow. Yeah. that's nuts. It's been in that sweet spot. They can't quite kill the bacteria or the, the parasite, but they just end yeah. up then passing they it do, on. They do eventually succumb to it, apparently. After after quite a while, you know, after a couple of weeks, they will die, but they, they've got enough time to go around biting you before that. And um, so do, do mosquitoes then, do they spread like every disease that's out there then? Don't know. Do they? Maybe. I don't know. There's like other big ones like in the past, like have been like AIDS and stuff, hasn't there? Like, do they then spread? That? I did. I did read about AIDS. Actually, they don't spread AIDS because they don't pass. AIDS is like a blood transfusion thing, isn't it? And they don't have. They don't. They don't pass blood. Like when they bite me, I don't get any blood. And if it had bitten you, then it flew to me. I wouldn't really get nearly none of your blood in me. Only the tiniest, tiniest drop of blood right. that would still be on the mosquito's nose from when he was eating you the first time. Right, like absolutely minuscule amount of blood, yeah, okay. and my body could fight that off. And I, I actually did read that, and it, I think I read that you need ten million mosquitoes to bite me at the same time, all with like the AIDS virus on the end of their nose. That might just give me enough blood to catch it. Um, yeah, yeah, I understood. Yeah, yeah so I think so it depends. I mean, everything. they probably, yeah, they probably do. They probably just don't spread enough. Of, like, I yeah. guess. Certain certain um, diseases require less of the mosquito saliva, I guess. I don't know. Hey, look, we've got a wrap-up episode at the end of the series. Let's try and remember to just have a little Google of this. Let's see if we can't find an answer out of, yeah. of this, because I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, that um, sounds good. What you got for a takeaway? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that, that pretty much covers it, doesn't it? Yeah, my, my takeaway for this week. So my two guys, one topic takeaway... I was interested, what you mentioned at the the very start around Jurassic Park and knowing that they had yeah. this mosquito that was frozen in that amber, um, like, could it actually happen? 
And so, you know, are we on the hunt to actually find a real life, a real dead <laughs> mosquito with some blood in it? But unfortunately, like biologists all agree that Jurassic Park, that scenario, it can't exist. It isn't plausible, oh. unfortunately. So they say hey. the reason behind it is that any blood that would be in an insect that it was carrying from that long from that long time ago would deteriorate deteriorate pretty rapidly and it would then get contaminated with the insect's DNA and it all, all get merged together so you'd never actually end up being able to create a brand new Philosoraptor. Oh, mate, you've uh, completely let me down there. Sorry about that. I actually, it sounds as if I set you up for that earlier, but I didn't. I'm, yeah. <laughs> uh, go on then. Well, let everybody know. What's your two guys, one topic takeaway on mosquitoes? I've got two real quick because I've done one while we've been talking. <laughs> I mentioned earlier there are 110 trillion mosquitoes in the world. They're about one centimetre long each, maybe. If you lined them all up, right, if you lined them all up, every mosquito <laughs> in the world. <laughs> not not another lined up. A lining up takeaway. Yeah. You'd get about 70% of the way to the sun. <laughs> I didn't have time to come up with a different one. <laughs> anyway, no, that's not it. That's not it. There is a fact that I read a few times before I started doing this week's episode that mosquitoes are said to have caused half of all of the deaths of all humans ever. Wow. Now... That was mental. I was like, that can't be true. So I then did some reading, like some statisticians have uh, guesstimated a much more realistic amount. So they reckon about 108 billion people have ever lived on Earth. Okay. And this stat claimed that, you know, 54 billion of those have been killed by mosquitoes. Um, But using like death rates of malaria and things like that, it is much closer to a still pretty horrific 10%. So, so 10% of all human deaths of all time have been caused by mosquitoes. Wow. That is one in 10 of every death that has ever happened. That's mental, isn't it? That is absolutely incredible. Yeah. So you can see how that million a year could translate to. Yeah. And obviously some years it's more less, um, but you know, 10% of that's, that's 10 billion people they think approximately have died because of mosquitoes ever crikey which is unbelievable yeah definitely see why the the research is going in to try and prevent them from um, being able to kill other people going forward yeah anyway mate that's a good episode what an interesting thing i know we say every week i mean that's the point of the podcast just learn something about something and then be like well i didn't know that so Uh, things I, i struggle to believe only the female bites me She's yeah. not buying me for food. And the mosquitoes actually are basically bumblebees and just go around eating off of flowers. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I, I had no idea that the larvae is water-based as well. So they, yeah. they have to have standing water around them for them to then carry on living and, and laying their eggs. But yeah, super, super interesting topic. If you've got any stories about mosquitoes that you want to share with us like Liam one having to wrap himself up the other night uh, let us know we'd love to hear from you get in contact with us at two guys one topic on Twitter Instagram or Facebook we will be back with you next Tuesday with a new topic but until then go out there and share yourself some mosquito knowledge <laughs> <laughs>